Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. This episode is all about connection. You see, this earth reality is a little different than other realities in that you forget who you are and there's the illusion of separation. We feel individual. We feel separated. We perceive everyone else and everything is outside of us. But this is actually an illusion. And the illusion of separation is the basis of all fear. In fact, I was thinking about this the other day and we're really practicing this idea of separation and connection. Anytime you receive an urge to change the conditions, that urge is designed to separate you from that which you fear or is triggered by something. And every time you feel alignment and you receive inspiration, that's designed to connect you more. So this game here is one of coming from this false illusion of separation and understanding yourself as connected, as one, as united with everyone and everything on this planet. When you use connection as your basis of perception, then you are connected to your inner self, you're connected to source, you receive inspiration, and that inspiration always leads you to more connection. So if you're thinking about something you don't like and you're getting an urge to disconnect, Stop for a moment before you act on that urge and think about why are you doing this? Is this to solve some problem? Is the disconnection designed to make you somehow feel better? Well, all you're really doing is trying to avoid the negative emotion and the negative emotion is just telling you that you're perceiving reality inaccurately. When you endeavor to connect with everyone and everything and see everyone as one, that's how you ascend that's how you raise your perspective, and that's how you gain more clarity. Uh, before we get going here, I'd like to tell you that we have a first ever Quantum Life Theory event here at the Joshua House on 23rd of June, 24th, 25th, and 26th, that weekend. You arrive sometime Friday day and leave on Monday. There's going to be a group of people here all exploring this new idea of Quantum Life Theory, and we are looking for teachers as well. So if you're interested in teaching something and you don't know what it is, quantum life theory is designed to fit within the belief systems of most people. It is completely based in science and psychology and biology. It's absolutely fascinating. And we will be certifying teachers all over the world to teach this in their local area, because this is a hands-on technique. And in the first weekend that people come to it, they're just going to be blown away by how they feel when they leave. There's a lot of activities. There's no real classroom. There's just a bunch of fun stuff and it's groundbreaking. So if you'd like to hear more about quantum life theory, which we call QLT, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Also, if you look at my channel on YouTube, I think it's Joshua Teachings, just search my name. You'll see a video all about QLT. And please remember to like and subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. And did you know there are four Joshua books on Amazon? Those books are quite amazing. There's A Perception of Reality, Health, Wealth, and Love, A Radical Change, and The Joshua Diet. So check those out. If you haven't gotten a book before and didn't even know there was books, uh, they are really awesome. There's also an audio book on the website if you'd like to download that. And of course, on the website at, jo at uh, The Teachings of Joshua, there are free meditations, and if you uh, get those free meditations, I will also send you a link to all the Joshua meditations. 
Uh, also, what you could do in the meantime between the courses, we just started basic training and we will start uh, boot camp later on in the year. You could do the seven-day course, which is on the website. And if you want to get that course, it is normally $79. But if you use the coupon code 50 off, you'll get $50 off. Thanks for being here and get ready for this show. We are thrilled to be here. Welcome. We'd like to remind you that you intentionally very much wanted to be here, that this is the most exciting place to be, that this is where you can feel something that you can't feel in other realities, that you purposely chose to be here at this time to sift and sort and to figure it out, to create a trajectory, to be born into the family you were born into, to have the emotional sensitivity that you came with the entire system, the entire life that you chose, every aspect of it was perfect and it all led you here. Now that you're here, you must understand the feelings that you are feeling are what you came for. And when you have strong feelings, all of these feelings are good. All these feelings are right. There is no wrong in any of this. But what you're used to doing is attaching meaning to certain things that are happening in reality, you're pretending that you should know how things should turn out. You're pretending that your ideals will make you happy. And you're pretending that the outside conditions and the people can make you feel something. When something happens, it goes against how you think it should go. You are interpreting reality inaccurately because you're perceiving some imperfection. Now, you must understand the basis of this reality, of all reality, of the universe is perfection. You're perfect, they're perfect, the conditions are perfect in this moment. You are being moved through and guided through every single step. And you are either perceiving things are going well or going wrong. In the non-physical, you understand yourself as completely connected and one with all. There is no possible way to imagine yourself as separate. But in this imagining yourself as separate, and then overcoming this, illusion, you can reunify with everyone and everything in your reality. It's this reunification that's going to give you the most pleasure, give you the most excitement, give you the most power, give you the most clarity. The reunification actually raises your perspective. So every time you connect, connect to connect, every time you think things are good, every time that you understand things from a higher perspective, you are connecting, and this leads to an even higher perspective. When you perceive something is wrong, you'll receive an urge. The urge is to disconnect. That's interesting in this illusion of separation, that things could make you want to disconnect. You feel, if I defend myself from this person, or if I leave the room, or if I stop my friendship, or if I change the conditions, I'll feel better. But all of that is disconnecting from your reality, disconnecting from the people in your life. Now, we're not saying that you have to absolutely accept everyone, love everyone, and effort and struggle to be in the presence of anyone. Because in effort and struggle, you're resisting, you're controlling. And so we say, relax about all this and think about the feeling. Initially, the feeling of disconnection is going to seem like 
it's the proper thing to do. You're going to place boundaries. You're going to make sure that you're not trampled on. But if you remember that you're the creator of your reality and everybody and everything is coming to you to show you who you're being, then you could look at it all from another perspective. You can understand that they are simply there to reflect back to me exactly how I'm being. Now, if they're coming to you and they're honorary and they're showing you things and they're saying things to you and it hurts your feelings or makes you uncomfortable in any way, if they're perfect and if that's the perfect reflection, then you have to understand that you're offering some resistance and that you have some limitation based in a belief system or an identification of yourself that causes you to perceive an inaccuracy in your reality. And your inner self is giving you the motion to understand exactly where your perception lies. In disconnection, in order to feel safe, you are operating in opposition to how the entire system is set up. In connection, you're operating perfectly aligned with how the entire system is set up. As you, as the creator of your reality, as you, as the human creator of your reality, all you have to do is understand if you're perceiving yourself, other people, and the conditions accurately or not. If you are, you'll be in alignment. You'll feel good. If you aren't, you'll have an urge to separate. That separation is always the illusion. There's something for you to understand about yourself in every encounter. If you're resisting the encounter, you're not understanding what there is to learn. And you very, very, very much want to learn, want to know, want to adjust who you are to become the fullest, highest perspective of yourself in this reality. To do that, you have to understand that who you think you are is a fraction of who you truly are. And as you let go of this identity of yourself, you make the conditions less meaningful themselves. You make the people less meaningful. You're able to go with the flow. You're able to be in alignment more often. You're able to reach for higher perspectives. You're able to gain more clarity and eventually ease yourself out of this illusion. We understand that the illusion is strong. And of course, that's the purpose. There's nothing wrong with the strong illusion. You want to forget who you are so that you can see what you could become, not as the identity that you believe you are, but as the aspect of source that you are. What could source become if source forgot who it was and believed it was separate? Could source overcome this illusion to be in a human physical condition as powerful? as connected as sources in the non-physical. And this is the great experiment. But we see all of you reaching higher and higher and higher and higher perspectives. And as you reach those higher perspectives, you will see that this reality, this earth plane, is more spectacular, more beautiful, more connected than you could ever imagine. And you will feel that as you raise yourself out of this illusion. Now, until you can do that, the illusion is meaningful and powerful, and 
gives you all kinds of things to sift and sort through. Every single day brings a new opportunity. And the opportunity is to act a little bit differently than you did in the previous situation. So when you think that someone coming into your life or someone offering you something or someone suggesting something or someone acting in a way that you might think is wrong or bad, and you stop, you feel the urge, but you don't act on that urge. You understand that the negative feeling is associated with a misperception of what's happening. And so you stop and you look at it from a higher perspective, as high as you can believe. You must see yourself as source. What would source do in this situation? What would my inner self do? What am I actually seeing in this reflection? And why am I seeing it as imperfect? What if it was perfect? What if that person coming into my life that I am annoyed with has something valuable to show me? What if I could stop this urge to separate and to resist what is being shown to me and accept it in love, accept it in the truth of what it is? Well, then you're operating in a brand new way. You're operating from the heart, not from the head anymore. And when you start to operate from the heart, you've ascended to a whole new level. This operating from the heart and not needing to protect yourself because you understand yourself as the creator and that every single thing that is coming to you is coming for you. And you don't have to do anything from the human perspective other than to endeavor to connect because this is the key to this reality. It'll seem like separation is the best plan of action because that person will be out of your life and won't bring you any negative emotion. But the negative emotion is never from that person, never from that event, never from those conditions. It's always the separation from you and this made-up ideal you have that's based on an identity that is not you. There's so much more to all of you. And you want to discover that in this life. You want to find a perspective in every moment as high as you can possibly believe. To do that, you must make your identity malleable. Understand your limiting beliefs. Process those limiting beliefs. Spend time meditating. Spend time disconnecting from this identity you believe is you. To move to higher levels, you can't take this identity as it is today with you. It'll have to shift. You will have to see yourself as more. We understand that to see yourself as more is a leap of faith. And then many of you are not willing to do that because you want to hold on to those limiting beliefs and limiting ideas about who you are. But those of you on this call now and listening at a later date, you have come to the right place in the right time. You have come for this adventure. You're fully equipped for it. And all you ever have to do is understand this concept of perfection. Nothing should be any different than it is. Everything is always working out for you. And if you can accept this idea that you are on a journey to discover what you could become as an aspect of source, you can let go of who you think you are. Because who you think you are compared to who you truly are is simply limiting. And you, all of you, are limitless beings. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. 
Who'd like to start? Hi, Dr. Yeah. I was going to save this question for Halloween, but since we're in the internal now, I'm going to ask it now. Can we, what can you tell us about ghosts? I'm not talking about the friendly type. I'm talking about the low vibration ghosts that, that haunts a place that you don't know of. Do we treat them like humans in that we should see them as just a reflection of us? Do we see them um, as just doing their own thing and they're having their own manifestation, transitioning, and just let them be and just wish them love and light and just go our separate path because we're all one and they're, they're like us, they're like humans, they're doing their own thing and we should just give them love uh, even though they scare us, but we just shoot them with love and just go on forward. Well, there's a lot of things that are happening in physical reality that are designed to show you that there is more going on here than you think. And that could be a eclipse of the sun. It could be an event that's happening that is unexplainable or even unimaginable. And it could be what you call ghosts. Now, your personal interaction with the ghost is unique to you. Most of you have never seen a ghost. You've heard stories, but you've heard stories filtered through those who were in fear. If any of you encountered a ghost, which would be unlikely because there would be a vibrational mismatch to what you perceive a ghost to be. But in essence, there are a lot of different things happening with the unseen or the non-physical in your physical reality. From your perspective, we could be ghosts. Your Aunt Bessie could be there, staying right behind you. And you could feel her and you could converse with her if you were at that vibration level, if you were at that perspective. But to raise your perspective in any, any, any situation in physical reality is to get closer and closer and closer to the perception of that which is non-physical. If you're deep in the illusion, anything non-physical would scare you. We would scare most people. If we showed up in front of Gary, we would scare Gary. You see that this unseen thing, this non-physical thing, whatever it may be, beyond what you can perceive or beyond what you can believe is a bit scary to you. But of course, there's nothing to be scared of. There's nothing to be afraid of at all in this reality. As you are opening up to the possibility of what could be there in the fifth dimension and the non-physical aspect of what you cannot perceive yet, you will raise your perspective and you will align with what's available for you in the non-physical. It'll be a match to you, to how you think about yourself, how you think about non-physical entities, how you think about your father who's passed on. If you can reconcile that the people that you knew while they were alive are not who they are in the non-physical because they transitioned without their fear. So they returned with all the qualities and personality, but without any fear. They would suddenly see who you are. They'd suddenly see who they are. They'd suddenly understand they're connected. They'd understand their role in your life and how they played it. They'd have no regrets of that whatsoever because they could see that it was perfect. And they would want to communicate with you as best they could. But if you're not ready for that, if you're still believing them, as the human that they were when they were living, you'll be afraid to talk to them because you'll 
see them judging you or thinking you're doing things wrong, which could never be the case in the non-physical. Now, this idea of ghosts, there are many aspects of it. There could be a resonance of a place, and this is the non-physical way to connect to that place, to keep tabs on it. Or it could just be in a, a highly emotional experience that is just replayed over and over and over again in a relatively semi-physical way. But there is nothing to be afraid of. No ghost has ever harmed anyone. There is nothing evil in all of reality. It's just a perception based in fear. If you perceive yourself disconnected from a ghost, then the ghost is going to cause you some fear. If you perceive yourself as one with all that is, then you will interact with it from a very high perspective. And if you could see how everything is shaping and moving and changing and giving little hints and clues and dropping breadcrumbs in this physical reality so you can pick them up and move along your journey to higher perspectives to see the non-physical and the physical together in the fifth dimension, then you will see that everything is here to serve you. And if you encounter a ghost, the ghost could be a manifestation event. You could get scared, and then you could realize, why would I feel negative emotion in this case? Oh, it's because I just don't understand what's actually happening here. I don't have all the information. If you had all the information, you would know yourself as source. You would have complete power over this reality. You could instantly morph into the vibration of anything you wanted. You could become a ghost yourself and then come back to being Daryl. But that's not the game. The game is to be surprised and delighted and scared sometimes, but take none of it seriously because nothing means anything. There are those who love ghosts and they don't go on ghost tours and they really want to see a ghost, but they're not really in the vibration of the ghost because they're not in fear. And so the ghost would resonate with those who are in fear just for the fun of it, just for the enlightenment of it. There is no evil in this world. Anything seeming bad or wrong is seen from a perspective where there's not a lot of information. How you perceive something is directly related to the overall belief system, fears and joys and hopes and dreams and desires and wishes and all that. And it correlates to where you are in your specific perspective today. If you think anything's wrong, you have a limiting belief about that thing. You have a fear. You have a misunderstanding or a lack of information. If you had all the information of any subject, you would see it from our perspective and you'd have no fear. You would know why it's there. You would know where the path is leading you. You would know what other people are thinking and doing and perceiving. So certain information is kept from you specifically in a 3D physical reality, you only have one perspective or one half of the possibility of a perspective. You can't see the whole thing, but together, all of you combined can see the whole thing, but you can't share what you see with anyone else. Generally, you can use a little bit of communication. You can be authentic. You can be transparent. And you can offer your perspective, 
And you'll see that that is very beneficial and helpful. For those of you who are interested in this information, these philosophies, we are guiding you to see it from a perspective where you get a more clear view, but you will not get the whole view until you return to the non-physical. So that implies a bit of faith. You can't see it all. You won't have all the information. You can't understand how it's all fitting together. You can't understand this notion of time and that everything's all happening at one time because you're experiencing what you think is a linear progression. That's fine. That's part of this game. Know where you need to go other than this. All you have to do is say, does this subject cause me a bit of fear? If it does, then somehow, some way, I'm looking at it from a perspective that is not true. I believe that it's wrong or that it's scary or that it's weird in some way. But everything is happening and how everyone is interpreting it is absolutely perfect for where they are. When you hear other people talking about ghosts or any other subject, you're hearing a version of it filtered through that person. Is that person in a lot of fear? Is that person operating at a low vibration or a low perspective? Well, compared to you, it's likely they are. So now where each of you chooses to receive their information, you have to understand the source. Is the source perceiving itself as a victim within the illusion and wanting to disconnect to feel safe? If so, that's not the source for you because your perspective is much higher than that. If you are getting information from somebody who seems to be an expert on something, you have to remember they're filtering it through the fear of their identity, which is not accurate. You can take any information and think about it, ask about it, and you will know where it is for you. You can realize that there are people experiencing things in this reality that can only be experienced from a limited perspective in fear. And that's part of their journey. But when they profess to you that they know something that you don't know, you have to realize that their perspective is much, 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 much more limited than yours. They would actually be in fear of listening to us and asking this question because they could not wrap their heads around it. They could not understand it. They would not understand these words. And that's why they're not here. But those of you who are here are at the highest perspectives because you wanted to be here now to understand this reality. So use this understanding that you have right now and then look at everything that causes you fear and then reimagine it as a little breadcrumb helping everyone to see that there is a non-physical reality in concert with this physical reality that the five physical senses cannot perceive, but your empathic senses can. And as you move out of your fear, as you lighten up, as you enjoy your life, and as you start looking at reality as it truly is, which is perfect, that you will turn on your own empathic abilities. And you'll start to sense 
the physical and the non-physical all as one. And then you'll realize that this planet you're on is the most beautiful planet in the universe, is the most wonderful place to be, has everything you could ever wish for. And if you can match it, it'll be yours. All you have to do to match it is to understand that there is nothing to fear and everything that comes to you is for you to shift your perspective even higher. Excellent. Thank you. Porter. Yes. I, I wanted to bring your intro into, uh, what shall we say, my reality. So because it seemed very autobiographical and it also echoed the message I read this morning from the boot camp. So what, what is the shift necessary in the moment? Because I'm not going to just go run and fill out a sheet. <laughs> I mean, I suppose I could, but let's say just in the moment when I'm perceiving that someone is offending me and I'm feeling strong negative emotion because um, that still happens. It, I guess it's a two-part question. What, what happens in the moment? And two, is that, should I be, I feel like I'm doing better at it. Is that going to diminish as I keep doing this process? We'll give you a two-part answer to your two-part question. Okay. Most people will have manifestation events that feel like the same event happening over and over and over again because they're reacting in the same way. They're pushing away, they're moving away, they're keeping at bay, they're protecting themselves, they're defending themselves, they're being right. They're judging the person and judging the conditions. And so if you understand that a manifestation event comes to show you a limiting belief and that limiting belief is hindering you from moving to the next step. You are receiving inspiration, but the inspiration is being triggered by that limiting belief. And so you feel fear and you cannot act on the inspiration. In fact, you're blocking the inspiration from even getting into your awareness. And so the universe puts together events to point out that limiting belief. Anytime you encounter anyone or any event and feel negative emotion, it's only because of that limiting belief. If you didn't have that limiting belief, one, the manifestation event would never come because there's no purpose to it. And two, if it did come, you wouldn't even notice it as a bad thing because you don't have the limiting belief. Since you feel negative emotion in the experience, you know for sure you have a limiting belief. You will feel negative emotion as that happens because your inner self is sending you the emotion it understands your perspective and how you're perceiving that event. And there's fear there because of this limiting belief. The negative emotion itself is not a bad thing. It's just the indication that you're perceiving that inaccurately. Now, if you can notice these things happening again and again and again, you can wait until it happens again. And then instead of judging the person and making them wrong and telling them to go away or telling them to change who they're being, you can accept it. You can say something nice. You can pretend. You can do whatever. Until that time happens, what you're doing is perfectly right. 
you are having an event, you're feeling negative emotion. And when you get over it, you're going to your manifestation event form, you're filling out the form and you're processing that limiting belief. What that is doing is softening it, softening it, softening. When you receive the inspiration and you act, that's your indication that you have overcome the limiting belief because the limiting belief is no longer limiting. You're acting on that inspiration. But when you change in the moment, and this doesn't happen all the time, but when you can bring your presence in that moment and act differently, you have alchemized that limiting belief from fear to love through every cell in your body. When you can appreciate the person for coming to you and showing you this, when you can understand that they had to live their entire life and they chose a trajectory and they did all of this for you so that you can see one tiny limiting belief. When you can feel the appreciation and gratitude for that person, you've alchemized it. For you and for them, you've let them off the hook. They no longer have to come and serve you in this way. You've set yourself free and you've set them free. This is the greatest thing that you can do in this reality. This is being source, loving, 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 no matter what they're doing, doing, doing. Would you understand yourself from such a high perspective that someone could be born into this life, go through that whole life to come to you and show you one tiny limiting belief? You have to be seeing yourself from a very high perspective to even believe that. And we don't expect any of you to believe it. But when you look for it, when you understand it, when you realize that's exactly what's happening, you set yourself free. This is freedom. This is every single thing you want. And if you can do it with this, you can do it with the next thing. So part two of our conversation here is, as you alchemize some limiting belief through every cell of your body, which is love, you'll raise to another level, a higher perspective. At that new level, there's all sorts of limiting beliefs in there to be worked on. Because this is seeing Porter in its identity, which is wonderful and very high already. But you want to go higher. You want to go higher. You're limitless being. You don't want to be limited by these beliefs that are not true. You want to discover them very much. And so you have to say, I'm not going to get to a higher perspective to escape manifestation events because they feel bad. I'm going to get to a higher perspective so that I attract everything that I want quickly, including manifestation events. And as I reach higher and higher perspective, I get more sensitive because sensitivity is a superpower. And I will notice the little things that I used to ignore, the little slights, the little, I wish things were different. Because in the wishing things were different, you're perceiving the outside conditions can make you feel something. And you are a victim to those conditions because you have no power over them. And so this process is giving you more power and more power and more power, more of the creator. You created all of this, those people who come and annoy you. You created them. They're there for you. You have agreements and you play roles. And this version of that person is set up perfectly for you. And for everyone else that they annoy as well. And for everyone else who loves them as well. Gary used to have an enemy and say, how could anyone love this person? They're so evil. They're so wrong. They're so bad. But they had friends and they had family and they had parents who loved them. And he couldn't understand this. 
that person is not that way to everyone else. There's a vibrational component in that. They're serving you and you're serving them. You serve them by accepting that they are for you. Can you imagine the power in that? Someone comes along and, and offends you some way. And you say, oh my God, I get it now. You're here just to show me a limiting belief. Thank you so much for that. Because that allows me to elevate my perspective. And in the elevation of my perspective, I see everything clearly. It's now easy to see you as here to serve me. It's now easy to see me as here to serve others. It's now easy to see why in the past I was hooked into this or hooked into that because I was craving some connection. And that connection was always eluding me because I thought it was out there rather than in here. Now, all connection is up to you. No one's going to come and connect to you unless you are in that state of high connection. And that connection is not mental, it's from the heart. And so the ascension is not from up to the head, it's down to the heart. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. Um, I have a question. Susie. Um, Joanna. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, um, thanks to this boot camp process and also the how I'm choosing uh, to face my fears and listen to inspiration within the boot camp process, I've chosen to hand in uh, my notice for my job which I push past fear and, and feel a lot of peace and excitement, like quite a, quite a lot of excitement about actually. Um, it, but these other ideas have come up, like I would like to flourish in my business. However, that's not at a point where it's going to pay the bills. I do not want to work for another employer. I do not want to apply for jobs. And I, I'm asking in a general way, because I understand it might not be specific um, to me, but what would happen if I, just because I can't really talk for anyone else, just didn't apply for another job. <laughs> like, yeah, that fascinates me. Like that fascinates me of what's possible if I didn't do the textbook thing you meant to do. Excellent. So, thanks. You have a perspective on yourself. You have a set of beliefs. You have an understanding of this identity as Joanna. You have a belief about who you could be, what the possibility is, what the money is, what the thing you could offer is, and you have a potential. The potential will be to receive inspiration that is true to who you are, that will connect, connect, connect. The inspiration will always lead you to more connection. The inspiration will come in and say, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And you will say from your current perspective, oh my God, I could never do that. I can't do that. I won't do that. I don't like that. I'm not interested in that. I have not enough money for that. I don't have enough time for that. I'm not good enough for that. I'm not worthy enough for that. You will have all of these doubts and fears based in your current perspective of yourself. And this is true of everyone. You could do two things. You could ease your way to higher and higher and higher perspectives. Going through a manifestation event, 
seeing the limiting belief, processing that limiting belief, and reaching for another perspective in connection, in connection, in connection. Seeing yourself as who you truly are each time to the limits of your beliefs, and then modulating that identity swiftly and easily, and not holding on to anything you believe, but allowing those beliefs to become malleable, even your empowering beliefs. Since you are essentially only one thing, and that is love, you don't perceive yourself from that perspective. You perceive yourself from the perspective of Joanna, who you are today. Now that perspective has shifted and shifted and shifted to higher and higher and higher levels. And you could absolutely be, do, and have anything you wanted if you could raise that perspective. But that perspective attached to this identity and the belief systems along with that identity keep you grounded to an extent within the illusion. Keep you thinking, oh, I don't have enough money. Oh, I don't have enough time. Oh, I don't, I don't know enough about this subject. I'm not good enough in this. Um, I have this flaw and that flaw. What will people think when I offer them this thing I think I'm going to do? It is not easy to shift perspectives radically to walk into the full confidence and clarity of who you are and how you may serve. It's not easy to accept money for your services unless you feel worthy of that or incredibly in service to others. It's not easy to explain your idea to others if you have any limiting beliefs and doubts about who you are. And so if you could transcend this idea of Joanna and simply go with the inspiration, you would never say, I won't take another job. I won't play, apply for another job. I won't quit this job. You would simply say, where am I today? And am I looking at this from a limited perspective or a higher perspective? Am I connecting, connecting, connecting? Or am I so tired of the negative emotion that I just want to quit? You could choose either way. You can throw yourself into the deep end of the pool and sink or swim. Either way will be beneficial. Or you can go slowly into the shallow end and build a little bit of confidence and courage as you go down each step into the pool. If you want to jump into the deep end, that's perfect. That's a wonderful experience. But you better start swimming. And if you think you don't know how to swim, you're going to be thrashing around there for a while. Or you can simply say, I have an identity as Joanna. This identity was haphazardly assembled through all the experiences of all the ages I was. And I arrived at this belief about who I am that is limiting and inaccurate, but it is what it is. Somehow, through this life path, I've came to these teachings and I jumped into the boot camp and I'm starting to understand myself at a higher level. I'm getting inspiration, but I'm judging that inspiration as that's a crazy idea. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to put myself in that situation. But all the inspiration 
is coming to form this identity of Joanna into a new identity, more aligned with who you truly are, which is love. You have to understand one thing here. You don't need anything from the outside conditions. We have talked about this idea of inversion. Most humans are perceiving that the outside conditions are giving them something, whether that's good or bad. The outside conditions can give them joy. The outside conditions can give them sorrow. But that is a perspective that the outside conditions can make you feel anything. This is a victim mentality, and it's in opposition to what's really happening. It's an understanding of yourself as not the creator of your reality, which essentially is important for most people, most souls, as they come here to discover who they're not. To transcend that, you must invert. You cannot any longer judge the outside conditions because you have to see them as perfect. You cannot think that I'm going to get money from those conditions. There's only one thing you can do from this perspective of the creator is to give, to give, to serve, to serve, to serve without any regard for yourself, without any regard to yourself. Now that is a crazy idea, but if you're the creator and you are creating this, then anything that's happening in that reality is just a mirror to how you're being. Are you truly being the creator or are you still jumping into victimhood? As we talked to you before, you created the entire setup of this past job or the job that you're in. You created all of that. They all came to serve you. You forgot you created it and they have no idea you created it. But when you remember that you're creating it and you absolutely appreciate everyone for showing up for you, you've inverted from the victim to the creator. Until you do that, you're going to have manifestation events pointing out that this identity of Joanna is not serving you because you're perceiving outside conditions can make you feel something. And that will continue, 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 continue. You see, to have true success means that you are in a position to give, 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 give without any regard. As you give, you get a reflection. And of course, you receive. You receive the reflection. You don't do it to get a nice reflection. You do it because you perceive yourself as the creator of this. And so you give love to everything in your reality, because everything in your reality is you. You give love to your house. You give love to your garden. You give love to your neighbors. You give love to your community. You serve, 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 till you can serve no more. And eventually, if you have actually changed to understand yourself as the source, creator of every single thing in your reality, eventually, the reality will catch up to you. How fast? Depends on how willing you are to lay down and serve. Now, we're not saying serve in a way that you don't want to serve. We're saying serve in a way that's beyond your capacity to believe that you can serve. Serve in the way 
that the creator, the source within you would serve. You see, if you had no doubts about who you were, if you could see yourself clearly, if you could understand yourself as the source, that there is no separation, there is no disconnection, and you need nothing, you would just simply beam love through every pore of your body, and you'd act on every inspiration. You'd receive all the inspiration, and you would not judge if you could do it or couldn't do it. You would not say, I am not interested in that idea I just received. You would just do it, whatever you could do in the moment. And you would end up operating in this reality completely opposite to how you've operated in the past. You've tried not to make mistakes. You've tried not to get out of your comfort zone. You've tried not to work too hard. You've tried not to give before you receive. Your whole life has been transactional. I will love you if you love me. I will give to you if you give to me. I will be nice to you if you're nice to me. I will give you the hour of labor if you give me the dollars. Now that approach to life is off the table for you. If you want to be this level, you can expect nothing in return, except you can have faith that this approach to life, which is absolutely counter to everything you've been taught, everything that you believe other than this information and what you gained in the boot camp, that you need not protect yourself, that you cannot be hurt, that you cannot die, that you are limitless, and there's no limit to what you can be, do, and have in this reality. But when you get an idea and you say, there's no way I could afford that. There's no way I have time for that. There's no way that I could do that. There's no way anyone's going to listen to me. There's no way, no way, no way, no way. You're seeing yourself from a limited perspective. You're choosing that perspective because you have a bit of fear. What if I was this thing I think I am? I'd be thrust into all these different situations and I'd be uncomfortable all the time. Well, what's the source of that discomfort? Beliefs that are not true. And as you act on the inspiration, you will connect to everything. And sure, there's going to be a lot of manifestation events. They're going to come until you get to that level. So you, we say, if you're going to go for it, want manifestation events to come, expect them to come, expect to be uncomfortable, expect to do things you would never do, expect to say things you would never say, expect to be perceived that reflects exactly how you perceive yourself. And then you will walk up the stairs to a higher perspective, one by one by one. And every time you push past fear to act on inspiration, you will move rapidly to a higher perspective. You will also encounter limiting beliefs that you did not see before. And so you might want to be prepared if you're going to jump into the deep end of the pool to panic when a limiting belief shows up. But if you realize that when you process that limiting belief, when you soften it, it's no longer as limiting. You release some limitations. 
and you become who you truly are. But the scariest thing in physical reality is to become who you really are quickly. It's a lot easier to go over a bit of time. It's a lot easier to take little steps, little steps, little steps. It's a lot easier to start accepting the life you're living now as perfect. It's a lot easier to address the manifestation events that you're feeling in your life now because they're little compared to the ones you're going to address when you really start taking off. Either way, you cannot make a mistake. You can act on the earth to change conditions and you will be led to a new understanding of you. It's just not going to be a lot of fun. Or you can address the life you're living now, every aspect of it, every single aspect of who you think you are. Anything you think is a flaw or a mistake in the past or some issue in your life or some problem, every single thing you think should be different than it is. You'll have to look at it as perfect because it is perfect. Just from the human perspective, you can't imagine how it is perfect. But you can think about it and you can say, why am I living here? Why is my life like this? Why am I interested in this? What do I really want to do? And is that in service to others or is that in service to me? Am I trying to make my life easier by changing it up because I'm confronted with negative emotion, and so I want to get out of that? Or am I really inspired to do something that will push me out of my comfort zone and lead me to higher perspectives through many obstacles and many manifestation events? If you wanted to start a business now, the best way to start is to say, I don't exactly know what this business looks like. I don't exactly know how it's going to run. I don't exactly know. I have an idea, but I don't know what's going to transpire. But I do know that I'm going to be guided every step of the way. If I have a limiting belief, I cannot see that. I cannot process it without knowing it. And so I want manifestation events to come. And so when they come, you say, oh, good. This is showing me a limiting belief. Instead of getting angry and pushing the people away and wishing things were different and getting upset and acting on urges, you say, this is just one step on my road to everything I truly want. But what I truly want is so different than what I think I want. I won't know what I truly want until I get there. So I have to let go of ideals. I have to let go of outcomes and I have to accept that everything on my path is perfect, is always perfect. And when a manifestation comes, event comes, it's perfect too. Can you see it right when it's there? If you can, you can alchemize it in that moment by acting different. Instead of acting on that urge to change it, you instantly look at it from a higher perspective. If you can do that, in any event, then the limiting belief is transmuted into an empowering belief in that moment. If you can't do it, if you're upset about it, 
And if you wait for the next day or two for it to pass, because it always will, you'll understand, oh, in that moment, I was perceiving myself as a victim. I didn't see that I created all of this. I didn't see that these people were coming to support me. So there must be a limiting belief there. What's that limiting belief? And you just do the process. And that whittles it away and whittles it away and whittles it away. But it doesn't stop the manifestation event from coming because until you can realize that this same thing that keeps happening over and over and over again is showing me the block, the block that's in my way from getting to the next level. Yeah, if you want to go out on your own and do your own thing and try something, you can do that. But that takes a little bit of courage and a little bit of faith and a focus that is true and powerful and online and a willingness to address any possible limiting belief. If you're feeling negative emotion at an occurrence of any sort, if you're judging anything is wrong or bad, if you're wishing things to be different than they are, you're simply acting as a victim. Nothing wrong with that. This is a process. You do that enough, but then you look at it from a higher perspective and you see actually how it was perfect. You don't want people to treat you differently than your being, and they can't. They will always treat you how you think about yourself because they're a perfect mirror to everything you think about yourself. To know what you think about yourself, you simply know how you feel in amongst the world that you've created. You created all of it so that you could go on a journey and enhance your perception of it to see yourself eventually as the creator of it. Now, will you ever get there? This is an eternal journey. So everything you try gives you a little new idea. I'm going to try quit my job and go it alone and create something and make a living doing something like this. Sure, try. See how that works for you. Can you maintain your perspective throughout that journey and see everything is right? Maybe you can, maybe you can't. Either way, it's perfect. Maybe you'll reconsider having a job. Maybe you'll be a smashing success. It'll all come up to you to feel the inspiration and be able to act on inspiration. If you can act on inspiration, if you can handle the manifestation events, if you can process them in the moment, if you can change the way you approach things from fear to love, you could have, be, and do anything. But if you're not ready for that, then you'll go through some obstacles, you'll go through some change, and something else will land on your lap. Because it's always working out for you, and you cannot make a mistake. So think about just one thing. Am I making this move to disconnect from the negative emotion that I'm feeling based in the people that are there? Or am I making this move because I have such an inspired idea and I'm willing to go on that journey in faith without knowing exactly how it's going to turn out and without any attachment to outcome or ideal? You see, you don't know how it's going to turn out because it's not for you. The ideal that you want to have happen is not the true ideal that you want. The true ideal is to do one thing, to go step by step by step to higher and higher perspectives, to see who you are truthfully. That's all you want.
That's the only thing you want. You want to move that vibration up so you have more clarity. You want to invert from the victim to the creator, from the one who takes, takes, takes to the one who gives, gives, gives. From the one who perceives that you need stuff from your conditions to the one that says, I need nothing from my conditions. I am only giving to those conditions. From the receiver to the giver. This approach is absolutely aligned with who you are, with your intentions that you set prior to your birth, with everything you truly want, but is not aligned with the human perspective. The human perspective says, I got to pay my bills. I got to make sure I have enough money coming in. I got to make sure people like, love, and respect me. I got to be sure no one complains. And I got to be sure blah, 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 blah. And I got to take care of business. It's something to reconcile there between the human perspective and the limitless perspective of who you truly are. And that's the game you're playing. And that's why you came. You did not come here to be comfortable. You came to shake it up. And in fact, if you try to be comfortable, something's going to land in your way to shake things up anyway. So you can choose your own shake up, your own obstacles, your own challenges, or the universe will choose them for you. If you think it's hard, good. If you think it's challenging, good. You're up to the challenge of anything. But you will have to be aware of how you're feeling step by step by step. You're going to have to be aware of when you perceive something is wrong or bad and what that really means. And you're going to have to be aware that when you receive inspiration, no matter what it is, that there's something you can do in the moment. And if you say no, it's because a limiting belief is there. And that means a manifestation has to come to show it to you because you are limitless and those beliefs are limiting and this identity is limiting. And you'll have to stretch and stretch and stretch and stretch and work out and challenge yourself. If that's what you want to do, we say bravo. This is exciting. This is interesting. Just be ready to do what you would not do. And if you could do what you would not do, which is move out of your comfort zone and embrace the challenge, embrace the hurdles, embrace the manifestation events, they're not showing you you're wrong. They're showing you you just have a limiting belief. And everyone does at every level. And this is the beauty of this reality. We have enjoyed this interaction with creators at such a high level that you're thinking now in terms that no humans have ever thought before. You're thinking from the heart. You're thinking about those events that are happening to you in a new way. In times, you're able to act in a new way in love. You may not think you want it. You may not think it's a good thing, but you trust that if it's there, it's there for you every single time. And you're working your way up to higher and higher perspectives. When you start operating from the heart in love, not needing anything for yourself, but just this giving idea, a little kindness to this person, a little compassion to those people, a little acceptance of these conditions, a little patience, a little trust, a little faith. When you do that, day in, day out, welcoming manifestation events, processing limiting beliefs, making your identity malleable, these little things add up 
to something very special. And when you receive that inspiration, you say, I'm not interested in that. Think about that again. Or I can't do that. Think about it again. Or that seems like too much money. Think about it again. What do you truly want is so different than what you think you want. The inspiration that comes, whether it comes straight to you through thought or from another person or from something you read, that inspiration is for you. How it gets to you matters not. A lot of times the inspiration cannot get to your awareness through thought because your beliefs are batting it away before it even comes through. Sometimes it comes from another person. Sometimes it comes from a billboard or a video or an article that you read. If it comes into your awareness and it is inspired, then you could take some action. That action will propel you on your path to higher and higher perspectives. And that's what you want. That leads to more connection. You are connected. You are one in spite of what you believe. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thanks, Joshua. Thanks, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Have Thank a wonderful you. week. All right. That was a really excellent episode all about this illusion of separation. A lot of times we think we're inspired to separate from people. That's actually an urge. Uh, a lot of times you will want to break up with who you're with or quit your job or not talk to your friend, but that's all separation and it is not what you came for. You came for more connection. Sometimes it's not easy to connect, but that is really what we're doing here. We are learning to connect, even though there's this illusion of separation, we're learning to rise above that fear and to see ourselves as all as one. This oneness idea is very important. It will do more to elevate you than anything else. And also, if you haven't started a daily practice of meditation, they keep telling us, Joshua and the White Light, that meditation is the key. What happens in meditation is eventually you get to this void where there's no thought, no time, no space, no you, no nothing. And in this void, you get a little break from your identity. The identity, who you think you are, is not you. It's a haphazard collection of experiences that were formed early on in childhood. And you just believe that's you. But of course, when you're holding on to this identity, you're holding on to a bit of fear there. And to move to more and more and more of who you truly are, you got to let go of that identity a bit. In meditation is one way to do it. And there are a lot of things that we do here. Uh, all of the things we do are based in meditation or grounded by meditation along with all the other teachings we have. And if you want to try something, uh, the seven-day course on the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com is a great thing to try. It's uh, normally $79, but if you use the coupon code 50OFF, you'll get $50 off. And if you're interested in quantum life theory, which is a science-based way to explain this information, it fits within the belief systems of most people. There's nothing woo-woo about it. Uh, you can share this with your friends. It is something incredible. And we are doing our first ever QLT event here at the Joshua House in North Carolina on June 23rd to the 26th. 
So if you'd like more information about that, please send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Thanks again for being here. Like, subscribe, share, review, all that stuff. We really appreciate you. And we'll see you next time. Bye.